Welcome to Let's Learn, a podcast by Ustaz. Today we will be speaking to Vanessa, the founder of Min Basel Market. We will be speaking about the importance of being aware when it comes to our health and the health of our children, especially during school year. Vanessa, it's a pleasure having you with us here today, and I'm sure that a lot of people will benefit from this discussion. Uh, if you could start off by letting us know what was your motivation to start Min Basel, why did you start this project? The reason I had the idea of Min Basel Market is because about 12 years ago, I was diagnosed with a chronic health condition. It's called celiac disease. It's an autoimmune condition. And um, I had to completely change my diet. So I, I follow a very, very strict gluten-free diet. I also had several like digestion and other health issues in following years. So there was a several year process of me learning and they were all related to having spent years undiagnosed with this autoimmune condition that I had so many symptoms um, as a child. And um, so I spent years learning how to regain my health, learning how to eat, learning what products to use and educating myself. And um, eventually I started to realize like so many people would ask me questions. And when I moved to Lebanon specifically, I was actually finding amazing products in the market. And they weren't like, they weren't just international products. They were local products and they were the ones I preferred, but there was no content about them. There was no, back then, especially there was no, this is not too long ago. Um, no one knew, like there was no like real stuff on Bites of Delight or Old Bakehouse and Kitchen Confidential were very small back then. And so these were like my go-to places, but I had to go to three or four or five different places to get everything I needed. And there was no content and there was no awareness. It was just a small community of people that knew about this. Yeah. Slowly, slowly, like you see these uh, brands emerging and like Ta'a was created maybe in um, 2015 or something. Yeah. And that's the oldest brand. You know, Bites of Delight also 2015, and it's the oldest brand in the market that's healthy. So it's really like been very new. And then the rest really emerged just in the last three years. So um, it was during that time that I'm seeing all this stuff pop up and decided, you know, given the journey that I went on and how many other people I see struggling, maybe not with celiac disease, but with many other things. Why not create a platform where you have easy access to vetted products? Because it took me years to vet and find the brands and the products that I liked. And to also create the information and, and make sure that there was available information out yeah. there where people can make informed decisions. Yeah. Um, and so this was the whole purpose behind Mint Basil Market. What it eventually has and is evolving into more is full personalization. So in, in addition to the vetting, in addition to the content, in addition to the products themselves, um, we are hiring in-house health experts and making sure that there's availability for people to get their questions answered. Um, pretty soon we'll be launching like consultation options so that you can, you know, and a lot of our health experts, by the way, recommend their clients directly to our website. So it's kind of inspired by that, kind of creating that ease 
and taking the guesswork out of living your healthiest life. That's what we, you know, always say is that this should not be hard. Yeah. And when you come to Mid-Basil Market, there's no more trial and error. There's no more asking the, you don't even need to read the ingredients. They're healthy for you and they're categorized the way you need them. And it's, it's easy. So we take the guesswork out of living your healthiest life, no matter what that is. So I think I became aware of my own health when I was very sick and didn't know what was causing my illness. And I spent years trying to get it diagnosed. When I was finally diagnosed with celiac disease, which is an autoimmune condition, uh, where your body has an immune reaction to gluten, which is a protein substance found in wheat, barley, and rye, I went on a journey to discover how do I change my diet? How do I heal myself? Yeah. And this took a lot of research and a lot of work. And this, I, I developed a deep passion for health and wellness that has lasted until this day. Um, and it was really that journey that inspired uh, Mint Basil Market, that so many people, even if they didn't have something like celiac disease, were struggling with just getting healthy and just prioritizing their health. It seemed to so many people around me like this obstacle and they didn't know how to choose the products. They didn't know what was right for them, their health, their diet, their lifestyle. And, um, you know, the symbol, the emblem of mint basil market symbolizes the first healer, which is yourself. You're your own healer. So, so this was really the message that we wanted to send with mint basil market. Um, and we launched in 2018. Uh, it was very simple at first. We basically went through careful vetting process of all the brands and products that we onboarded on the site. So we checked for ingredients. We checked um, where and how the products were made, uh, whether they were certified or not. So if they claimed to be gluten-free or they claimed to be organic, we made sure that we had those certifications. So one by one, we started adding these products on the site and building momentum over the years. We, um, a few months into launching with the products, we started to onboard health experts that we would vet as well. So it wasn't that they were any dietitian. We really had to follow the philosophy of holistic health, that it wasn't just the calories you were putting in your body, but the quality of the ingredients that you were putting in your body. And that's really the essence of Mint Basil Market. It's clean ingredients that are vetted by experts. And now we fully personalize it to you so that you get the products that you need. You know, that is amazing, to be honest. And uh, you mentioned how it took you a while to kind of diagnose yourself or rather you got diagnosed with celiac, but you were very sick and you were having all these symptoms. And and uh, I know so many people that go through this, whether they diagnose themselves with allergies to foods or being lactose intolerant yeah. or having IBS, it's always such a hard process of uh, of symptoms and years of trying to see what works and what doesn't and uh, keeping journals of which food hurts yeah. and which food doesn't, etc. Uh, do you think that and do you think that the process should be this hard for you to find out what's wrong? Or do you think the reason why it's so hard is because there is a lack of awareness and a lack of uh, 
which one do you think it is? Because I always think about this question, like, how come how come it's so hard to diagnose what's wrong or or to know which food is healthy or which isn't? So can you t- yeah. can you tell me more about that? I think there's two. I think both are the reasons that it's hard. So the first is that there's a lot of denial, and I know that for a good portion of my own life, I was in denial. My anxiety, my exhaustion, and my fatigue, my brain fog. All of these things were normal. I was stressed. I didn't sleep enough. I would make excuses. And I think that all too often, we think that being bloated or having headaches or being stressed are normal. And we normalize these symptoms in our everyday life when in fact, if we are living a healthy, balanced life, they are not normal symptoms. So I think that one, there needs to be this awareness and this education that you don't have to go living your life feeling terrible. That in fact, that there are solutions and and a lot of it is changing your diet and lifestyle, uh, number one. Number two, um, I think that yes, the, the pro- because every individual is so different in terms of their, their you know, biology and their makeup, Finding exactly what's affecting you isn't always as sim- isn't always simple, and it becomes more complicated when we get into things like intolerances and allergies. Right? I I think that the first step everyone should take is to always you know get your blood tests, make sure you're seeing the doctor on a regular basis, which by the way is doesn't happen as often as as most people should be doing it. Um, but you can you know this is how I discovered through a simple blood test that I had celiac disease. I had just never thought to ask for a blood test for a certain autoimmune diseases. So it can be that simple. But for those that are going through maybe allergies or intolerances, it does require going through a certain elimination diet and, and taking out all the trigger foods that could be causing those allergies and intolerances and then slowly reintroducing them. And just because you have similar symptoms to someone that is allergic to dairy or similar symptoms to someone that's allergic to gluten, it doesn't mean that those are the things that are triggering your body. So, so it's, it's not always a simple solution, um, but it's important that for your own well-being that you go through that process and go through the elimination diet. And it doesn't have to take months. It can take a couple of weeks if you actually stick to it. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so wh- how do you think parents should go on about their kids and, and, and that kind of diets? Because if I'm going to speak about my personal experience, I always wish, because I also went through this uh, a big process of trying to find what I need and what I don't. And even though you said it takes only two weeks of being strict on something, I didn't even know what to be strict on. So... It, yes, it takes yes. a long time to figure out what works for you and what doesn't. And I always used to say that if I grew up being healthy or if I grew up uh, following a healthy diet or kind of getting accustomed to these tastes and, and the specific kind of foods, things would have been easier. So do you think that it's on parents or no? I think it's a combination of things. And, and, and this is, I don't think we should ever be so hardline in how we see health and wellness, right? Mm. I think everything is about balance. Um, And I think that sometimes being healthy um, is people avoid it because they think it's it's too extreme 
for them. And I think we should move away from this mentality that being healthy is extreme. It's in fact, it should be, it should be incorporated into your life and having, having some unhealthy food here and there is okay. You know? So, so I think we need to mainstream and normalize the concept of eating healthy. Number one, um, number two, how should answering your question, how should parents approach it? I always like to say that there's, I like to look at like an 80, 20 rule, right? Um, you know, 80% of your habits, 80% of your, your, um, your food intake and, and dietary intake should lean towards clean whole ingredients. So those are fruits, vegetables. Um, if you eat meat, like clean meats and, and, and like lentils, uh, whole grains. Um, but if you're also, if you, not every parent is always going to, um, for snacks, for example, it's being able to find snacks and other things that have simple ingredients in them that are easy and on the go. So these also count as kind of like your clean whole ingredients. And that is every product that is on the basal market. Yeah. It's a clean, a clean label ingredient vetted for, you know, and that's a big priority for us. But that doesn't mean that on the weekends and special occasions and when you're traveling and on vacation, that you're not having those desserts and the, the some junk food. And, and, and that's something that's normal. Kids are going to be exposed to that. Yeah. And to be so rigid sometimes can actually, it means that when, when you have that, that lack of flexibility, when kids are by themselves, they don't learn how to create balance in their lives. So if you train them from a young age to have balance, then actually when they're exposed, when they're on their own, when they're in university, when they become adults, they retain these habits of balance yeah. because it's not junk food and candy and all these things are not stigmatized. They're normalized, but they prioritize healthy, clean products. And in many cases, kids learn to prefer them. Yeah. Um, so, so that's, I, I think that that's um, a, a more balanced approach to how parents should be with their kids. One of the, the one, I would say one of the number one things that parents should, should think about is themselves. You know, as parents, I think that there's a, a, stigma, a, a stigma around um, if I make time for myself, if I prioritize my own health, then I'm selfish. I'm not prioritizing my child. But in fact, by prioritizing your health, both the food you, you take, but also other forms of self-care, fitness, meditation, other things, this yeah. is equally important to, to setting an example for how your children will adapt a healthy lifestyle overall. So if you're very stressed out, never working out, not taking care of yourself, no matter how much you try to impose on your child healthy habits, ultimately you're setting the example for what a healthy lifestyle is as an individual, as, yeah. a, as their mom or father. And, and that's equally important. Um, so, so I think the two go hand in hand and parents shouldn't neglect themselves and their health and their own wellness, um, overall. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, you're completely right for sure. Let's uh, speak about a bit about mint basil as a business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sure. I would like you to tell me what do you think were your biggest challenges? Because 
I know that in Lebanon, um, health and fitness and wellness is a niche. So it's not, it's growing for sure, but it's it's a niche and it's it's a place where very few are consistent and very few stick to it for a very long time where a lot of people, uh, they come in and out of it. So maybe you can tell me what were the best parts and the, the most challenging parts as well. Yeah. I mean, when we first started, I think it took us a while to um, connect with our consumers um, in, a, in, a, in a way that resonated with them. And so our biggest challenge was kind of our go-to-market in the beginning, in the early months. At some point in early 2019, we really realized how our customers communicate with each other, online and offline. It's very community-based. And so when they're interested in a specific diet, interested in a specific lifestyle, they tend to all talk amongst each other. Yeah. And so what we did was we, we became a part of their communities. We became a part of their dialogue by bringing in health experts that spoke their language, that could give them the content and information they needed um, for the keto diet, for the vegan diet, for, for low FODMAP, for anyone suffering from IBS, which a lot of people have. We started creating that content. We started curating products specific to their communities, to their diet, health, and lifestyle needs. Yeah. And we started being very targeted community by community. And that's why today we call Mint Basil Market uh, your community for health and wellness. Yeah. Because we want to be part of that community. We want to be part of that dialogue. And and make and, and it's really like people didn't feel comfortable just going online and purchasing a product. They really wanted to feel like they could talk to someone, like they could get information. And we really started to push that um we really started to push that uh, a lot. And that's really what changed uh, our direction. That was in 2019 uh, when Basil Market really picked up. And, and it was because we were part of a dialogue, you know, about health and wellness. And we were guiding that dialogue. And we were bringing in the right people that were respected by the communities we were targeting. Yeah. That is, uh, and what do you think was the most challenging part? I mean, in the beginning, I think it was the go-to-market. I think the, the second most challenging part was scaling, right? So, and scaling beyond Lebanon. And, that, and we're, we're in the middle of the hardest part right now, you know? So I think that we, 2020 was actually a very positive year for Mint Basil Market because we were one of the few places that really were exclusively online. And we already had a strong foothold in the market. We were very fast and efficient with our delivery and customer service. Yes, you are. And everyone, everyone cared about their health all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> you know, in one way, shape or form. Immunity boosting became like one of our top categories. So um, so definitely we, we benefit. We actually grew substantially in 2020 and it really became time to take things outside of Lebanon. And that was our plan even prior to the, the current economic crisis that we see in Lebanon today was to expand abroad. Setting up in a market like the UAE has been very challenging. It's very different than Lebanon. It's huge, UAE and is very cosmopolitan and huge, so. Exactly, so I think the question mark has become uh, really you know, 
to what extent can we replicate our approach? And this is where we're still in the process of, you know, of, of working uh, to, to do this, but we're starting to get very good traction and very good response. And our community-based approach and our, our content-based approach has really been something that is setting us apart even in a large market like the UAE. But these things take time. And, and as you mentioned earlier, awareness is so fundamental and so key. Um, how people shop and choose their products. Because here you have a saturation of products. You have so many products from all over the world. Half of what's labeled healthy is not healthy at all. So just the, the, the vetting process that we do, that curation that we do, is, is such a shift in a different direction. The focus on clean labels and clean ingredients is, is so fundamental to, to how people think about their health. And really, that's, even in a market like the UAE, that there's a whole education and awareness process that needs to happen towards clean ingredients. Yeah. Um, I, wish, I wish you uh, good luck during uh, the shift or the expansion rather than the shift to the UAE. Yeah. I understand how that could be extremely challenging, but uh, I'm very um, I'm very confident that Min Basil will do a good job because I have complete trust in Min Basil. So I go to a different place where they tell you something is healthy or it's not healthy, and I just know that with you guys, it's healthy. If it's on Min Basil, it's healthy. Because, you know, in Lebanon, um, we do not have um, a lot of label regulation. Yeah, so yeah. some people would put any labels or any calories or any ingredients. And in so, so that's why I have like a, a specific trust form in Basel, because I know that you guys do check the products and do try and see if they're actually genuine or not. So I and I'll just say to that, you know, you're saying this specifically about Lebanon. I thought that it, this would be unique to Lebanon. And that in the UAE, that it would be so much more advanced. Yeah. It's not. Really? Wow. <laughs> and actually, we have really, um, I mean, it might be a bit better, but there's definitely been more than one case where we have had to triple check labels and realize that through our extra due diligence on specific ingredients, that actually that one ingredient had 12 ingredients in it. Yeah. Exactly. And so if you're not doing that extra due diligence, in fact, a lot of these products do not fit the exactly. criteria of a clean ingredient. So even in the UAE, this is uh, this is an issue. So wow. cool. imagine that's, the region. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, thank you so much for being with us. I really enjoyed this uh, this podcast, and I'm sure that anyone that's going to hear it is is going to understand the, how uh, Min Basil works and what they do, and especially when it comes to parents and kids and raising awareness on that, because that was the main goal of this podcast, is to kind of raise awareness and shed light on the importance of uh, of taking care of your kids beyond labels, so beyond, uh, beyond uh, a fitness bar that says it's healthy when it's not because it's full of chemicals and uh, and uh, ingredients we have no idea where they're coming from so kind of having a trustworthy platform is very important so thank you for serving the community and for and for raising such an awareness um that's all i have to say if you want to add anything else please go ahead no i mean i think that 
you know, the, the, I think that we're really here as a platform, as you said, to take the guesswork out of living a healthy life for parents and their families. And I think that having a place where, you know, they don't have to second guess things, they're probably stressed out enough as it is. And so we're really trying to, to make that process easier for parents overall. Amazing. Thank you so much, Great. Vanessa. Super good speaking to you. And that's all. All right. Thank you. Yeah, and I absolutely love it. And on a personal level, I'm super passionate about uh, health and everything related to it.